Welcome to Real Actors, Real Answers, the podcast where actors, actresses, scriptwriters, casting directors, producers, and people like you and me get real. Today, I would like to talk to you about divine design. It sounds like a web series, doesn't it? You know, talking about decorating and things like that, which is very fancy and nice. But that's not what I am talking about. I'm talking about your divine design. Talking about how you were created, very specifically, very uniquely, sort of like you've heard it before, um, that everybody's fingerprints are unique only to themselves. A snowflake is not like any other. They're all different, right? And this has been proven. There is intelligent design in everything, and that's including you, who are made in God's image. Think about that. Just just focus on that just for a minute. You were created in God's image. doesn't mean you're God or a God. It means you're created in His image. So, you have a divine design. Now, when you think about divine... Let's, let's go there, okay? And I appreciate you listening to me on this podcast today. And don't forget to share and learn and grow. And if you have questions, you can contact me at the end of this podcast. All right? So I'm going to look up the word divine. Divine means from or like God. Excellent or delightful angelic. I don't know if that applies to you, <laughs> but you are you are divine, okay? You have a divinity within you that God gave to you, his DNA rather, okay? So, and this is not religion by the way. What I'm talking about is God as a person, who he is. He's not the universe, he is not um, just a floating entity or a thought or a theory. He is real. Reminds me of that movie, God is Not Dead. Never saw it. Now, still with me? Good. Um, Now we're going to look up design. This is cool. Design, a plan or a drawing produced should show the look or function or workings of a building, a garment. Think about that for a minute. Or a blueprint. So, picture this just for a minute. Your divine design whether it be acting, some place in the entertainment industry, script writing, directing, um, lighting technician, which I applaud and I respect that um, amazing talent because they make us look good, (laughs) or professional makeup artists, okay? They wear a garment. You and I wear a garment of design that was given to us by God before we were born. You see... When you were born, you had absolutely nothing. You had no garment. (laughs) You had no clue. You had nothing to offer the world monetarily or anything else. You were just you. And that was enough, right? So, but within in you was a, what they call a potential. And a potential is a seed, right? Later on, as you developed and learned and and grew and people started to notice something different about you. Wow, you're a great singer. How do you learn those dance steps so easy? Um, I think you would be a good actor. You're very expressive and you're focused. Things like that. All those give you clues of your divine design. 
Now, here is something else that is fascinating. I've got to share it with you, so stay with me here. <laughs> this is this is going to just maybe blow your mind. I don't know. It did me, so maybe you already knew about it. But nowadays, think about this. Like you're an actor, aspiring or working actor, somebody in the entertainment industry. So you have vocation, right? A vocation is a job, a career, and something that you do to earn a living. Hopefully doing what you love. But back in the day, back in the 16th century, 17th century, when someone said vocation, and I'm looking up right now the University of Dubai, that's what it is, (laughs) by... um, a professor of philosophy and religion, Roger Eberts, Eberts, okay, and he wrote this article, and I was just reading it earlier today. What is a vocation? Okay, we already d- discussed what the stereotypical vocation is, but we're talking about two, three hundred years ago, and how it was considered, how it was interpreted, and here it is. You ready? Listen to this. The concept of a vocation rests on the belief that life is about more than just me, more than just something I do for a living. Rather, it's a calling that my life is something beyond myself and greater than just myself and my own needs or desires. Christians believe this as something beyond myself is God, and I have to agree with that. A sense that God is leading you to a particular cast, uh, task excuse me, or a mission. A deep desire to get involved. A sense that you have a particular task or work that you're supposed to be doing in your lifetime. That provides personal fulfillment and involvement with other people. It's an affirmation of others who recognize the work you're doing and the con- contributing factors that make the world a better place. So those are, in essence, the, um, the pro quos and the quips of this um, article. And I just have to agree with it completely. It's fascinating. Now, my question to you is, and a question to me too, is how does your work relate to your divine design? I have a technique that I made up. It's, um, and I want you to write this down. If you know anything about me as a coach, I insist rather on people writing things down because it sticks. So here is an acronym for you. It's P-O-W. No, not prisoners of war. <laughs> it's like a pow, like you would hit somebody. Excuse me, something, okay? <laughs> not somebody. Pow, P-O-W. So... This will help you find your divine design. What I'm about to give you, that is. So, tell me when you're ready. Okay, you can't tell me, so I'm going to just assume. The first letter is P, and that stands for passion. What is a passion? Passion is something that you are ardent, or you are... It gives you juice, it gives you fire, it gives you... um, the reason to get up in the morning, right? Okay. Now, what is your passion? I'm going to ask you right now. 
Do you know your passion? Maybe you are already in your passion and you're focused and you're running strong and you're going strong in it, and that's great. But passion tends to run out of fuel very quickly. Why? Because it's a feeling. It's a surface feeling. It's a it's something that you get excited about for a while, but then it sometimes it fizzles out. And it's not because you weren't called to do it. It's because you haven't pursued it enough to be disciplined in it. So what I want you to do, write down at least four or five passions that you have that you love to do, whether you get paid for it or not. In the entertainment industry, in whatever you're doing. Because I know this goes out more to... Um, to the to the world at large, of course, this is focused on actors, but still. So write them down. That's the letter P. The letter O, O, is obsession. Okay, when you get obsessed with a passion, what you're doing, you're actually focused, and you're focusing your energy and your focus and your time, and you're monetarily sacrificing on this one thing sort of like a an author when he stays up late at night writing a book my brother did that um and he wrote a fantastic book it's called midnight musings by william james um you can find it on amazon little plug there for you my brother okay so you have an obsession all right i'll give you an example you're a dancer and you love ballet and you love hip-hop and you love jazz but your favorite if you want to be real about it your favorite you have to say is jazz okay you can learn from the others and you enjoy them but there's something that really lights your particular fire when it comes to jazz dancing you know you're all about jazz it's that movement inside of you or it could be ballet or it could be hip-hop i don't know picture this Passion is a forest fire, and it's burning, and it's it's just all over the place, okay? And it's consuming all that fuel, all right, which is trees and mountains and things like that. Pretty soon, that passion is going to die. Why? Because it runs out of fuel. It runs out of that necessary ingredient that we all have as passionate people. But, now picture this. Wrap your head around this. Wrap your heart around it, rather. When you are obsessed, it's like a lighting a match. Like, okay, well, you're looking at one thing. And trust me, isn't it easier, especially with all the creativity in the world, to focus on the match instead of the whole forest fire? I think so. For example, you're an actor, okay? But your favorite passion, your favorite thing to do above everything else is theater musicals, or it is crime and crime drama, web series, whatever it is, you want to focus on that and move toward it, okay? This is how you grow. And the W, what do you think the W stands for? I'll give you a hint. It's all about communication. Communication. Sometimes we text this communication. Sometimes we speak this communication through videos. Sometimes we make phone calls. And sometimes 
we go face to face, toe to toe, with people. That's right. Words. Words create everything in our lives. They are the most powerful tool, I'm going to call them tool, in the universe, in, in the world, on earth. Because everything is created by what we think, believe, and then speak out. Because eventually when we speak it out, we automatically create or start to create something. So, have you been talking nicely about your passion? Or have you been putting on the shelves like, ah, well, someday I'll do that. Yeah, obsession? Well, you know, I, I used to be obsessed with it, and it was fun. But, you know, this came up and that came up, and, you know, that's, you know. And you're talking down to the reason why you were born, your divine design? That's not a good thing, okay? Because you were born for a particular reason. And it's not just you, because according to Roger Ebert's, Ebert's, <laughs> um, it is God leading you into a particular task, a relationship, or a mission that is going to last throughout the ages down here and, of course, in eternity. Here, an example, um, one of my favorite actors of all time is Charlton Heston. Baby boomers know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> maybe you don't. Um, maybe you were born in, in the 21st century. Look him up. Watch some of his work. The Ten Commandments. Um, oh, so many things. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Um, what is that one? A lot of Bible, uh, Bible movies. And also Hamlet with Kenneth Branagh. He was a fantastic actor, a fantastic, uh, interesting human being. Um, now, he's gone now, but guess what? He has left a legacy. Wouldn't you want to leave a legacy for your divine design? You only get one life. You only get 24 hours a day, and that's all you get, okay? Tomorrow is not promised to any of us. I'm trying to make you aware of it, not scared of it, okay? Don't take it for granted that you have a divine design. You do. So I want you to be conscious of it today. Because it's very special. You are very unique. I can't overemphasize that fact. That you have a very special calling on your life. I remember when I was in church and I was like 17, 18. I remember the pastor said, God has a plan for your life. And I'm thinking, what does that mean? I mean... I'm going to school and working hard and getting good grades and thinking about a job and, you know, I didn't, honestly, I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. I appreciated and respected it, but I'm 55 now and I'm realizing, wait a minute, it's time to step back and reflect. Have you ever done that? You step back and reflect on your divine design, why you were, why you were put upon this planet? There's clues everywhere, but you have to stop and reflect. Reflection is power, okay? It's like looking in the mirror and really looking at yourself for maybe the very first time and realizing, wait a minute, I'm getting older. Wait a minute, I'm not old, but I have this passion that I wake up with every day, you know, and it consumes me. And I love thinking about it. I love participating in it. I love doing it. There's a reason for that. Before you're born, God placed in you a potential, a seed of potential. Okay, it's like a seed. Everything comes from a seed. 
human beings come from a seed. Um, trees, okay, they start out as a seed. An acorn, for example, grows into an um, oak tree, okay? Everything's a seed. You have to pay attention to that seed. It's very important. I'm talking about your life, your significance. Significance is more important than importance. Do you know why? Because importance comes from people's praise, okay, over what they think of you. But you're always significant, even if you're alone, because you're made in the image of God. Did I say that earlier? If I didn't, I'll say it again. You're made <laughs> in the image of God. You're not God. You're made in the image of Him. If you ever figure, want to know what God looks like, look in the mirror. It'll be pretty close. Hair, eyes, fingernails, hands, um, uh, nose, <laughs> mouth. <laughs> because He spoke the world into being. So, what are you speaking about your divine design today? There is a blueprint that you can go by called the Bible, okay, and that is God's master plan for you. You just have to open it up and start reading, okay, and he will help you. He is there 24-7, unlike most people, okay, <laughs> um, and if you're an actor, there's a reason. If you're an actress, there's a reason. If you are a scriptwriter, I just met one today, um, if you are a... Ooh, there's so many in the entertainment industry, lighting technicians and casting directors and directors and art directors and voiceover. And there's, there's so many. I love this business, don't you? Because it's a way of contributing to the world. It's a way of waking them up and giving them reason to hope again. You realize how important that is? It's significant. That's what it is. So, today I want you to remember POW. Passion, obsession, and words. Monitor your words because your words will guide you on how you approach your passion and how you direct it to your obsession. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just like you're hearing me right now, okay? I'm putting words into this podcast so you can hear it, hear it and you can apply it to yourself. And hope something that I said today helped and helped give you hope and guidance and because that's what I do. I'm an actor, I'm an author, I am a speaker, and I am an acting coach. So visit me on davidthompsoncoaching.co, not C-O-M, C-O, davidthompsoncoaching.co, all right? And sign up for my free 45-minute coaching consultation. Visit my website, visit my uh, YouTube channel. I have some things on there that will help you and guide you, uh, hopefully, into the right direction. Um, it's all on the website, davidthompsoncoaching.co. I'm going to let you go, and I hope you had a great day or having a great day when you hear this podcast. I hope it blessed you. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to share. Gifts are for sharing, right? So I give this gift to you. Um, so I'll talk to you later. Hope to hear from you. Have a wonderful day and continue to learn and grow and grow and learn. Bye-bye.